Mike Yardley is with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Welcome back, Jack. Gee, I tell you what, it sounds like you had a wonderfully wild time yeah. in Southern. I'm so envious. I just love that part of the world. It's it's amazing, isn't it? I it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I did. I had a I had a fantastic time. I feel very, very lucky to um to have had a good, you know, two or three, or three weeks over there and uh, to have explored that part of the world. But like I was saying earlier, it kinda gets under your skin. It's you know? Up. Yeah. 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 I, I, and like the safaris themselves um, become quite addictive, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Go and see more stuff. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, so we did, we did uh, one day on like a, you know, an organised safari, and then a couple of days where we were driving around because we had our own car as well. And actually, we were surprised at how relatively easy it was to come across animals. And I mean, in, in those big game reserves, you know, I mean, we, we were sort of in areas with heaps of um, hippopotami. Um, oh. and, uh, you know, and, and elephants and, um, zebras and that kind of thing. But, mm. um, you know, I, so we probably did four days of safaris all up and, but we, we came across people who were doing like three weeks worth, who were just out there every single day up at four o'clock in the morning and out there to try, and, you know, before the heat of the day so they could tick off everything. Yeah. yeah. It's also a reminder of how many things out there could eat you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Although, um, I was surprised I, as, as you know, I, I obviously the the elephants are magnificent. I think they're probably my, my favorite, but actually I really love the warthogs of okay. all things. You know, they're just, they're, they remind me kind of of Cooney Cooney pigs or something, but you know, with, with little hairdos, with little mohawks. Um, don't, don't so, you love it, uh, like the Lion King has just nailed yeah. the of so many of <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely no it was um yeah it was it was really special so i feel feel very lucky to have had that experience and um yeah can't wait to go Brilliant. back again and um do some more exploring in that part of the world but we are really getting around the world this morning because we've done southern africa we've done mozambique we've done lesotho we've done eswatini we've done india and now you're taking us to the villas and vistas of lake Como and goodness me, that is a beautiful part of the world. It's it's one of those um, you know it, it, it you know one of those parts of the world where I just immediately think of like George Clooney um, <laughs> parking up somewhere in some exquisite little Italian spot. But it was those canny ancient Romans, wasn't it, who first turned Como into a holiday pleasure land? I think this is the best thing about Como, Jack. Yeah, the fact that Como is a two thousand year old holiday leisureland. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's amazing. So yeah, those Romans were certainly onto a good thing and they were the first to construct palatial villas and palazzos on the edge of Lake Como. They've never fallen out of fashion. I also think it's quite astounding how Como is just 30 minutes drive or train ride north of Milan and it's like you just yeah. enter the whole other world, you know, just so leafy and tranquil and time on it. I mean, there are so many Roman antiquities around Como that do serve as that reminder of its enormous legacy as a place of leisure. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Just thirty minutes ahead of uh, from Milan mm. on the train—that's crazy close. I had, had yeah. no appreciation. Now let's start off with some of the big monuments because there are some really striking monuments on the lakeshore. There are, and I mean, the lakeshore around Como obviously is the sort of place where you would happily just stroll your legs off every day, taking in the vistas. But they have some amazing monuments, and the most beautiful one, I think, is 
the monument that commemorates the victims of World War II and the resistance movement because that part of Italy was actually very pro-Mussolini. There was a very strong resistance movement in Como and the monuments actually incorporated stones from the Nazi concentration camps in honour of the victims. But best of all, Jack, Tempo Voltiano, which is like a museum and a monument celebrating one of Como's most famous sons, Alessandro Volta, his invention of the electric battery, battery 200 years ago. I reckon that would have to rank yeah. as one of the world's greatest breakthroughs. <laughs> and I don't know if this was just a strange coincidence, Jack, yeah. but I noticed that on Como's streets, they are crammed with EVs. Really? Heaven. It's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I wouldn't necessarily have expected that. I would have expected, like, you know, classic Italian convertibles and, and, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, European luxury cars and that kind of thing. But EVs. Yep, lots of top uh, Teslas. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. So not not necessarily the Nissan Leafs, you know, the ageing Nissan Leafs of the world. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no, fair enough. Um, Because it is, you know, like a perennial movie set for the Hollywood Mm. set, isn't it? It really is such a jewel of a location. Yeah. It's the villas that really are the stars of the show. And, I mean, I could just go to Como and go villa browsing day after day. There were just so many amazing yeah. pleasure pads that you can see quite close up from the water, particularly. Um, an example would be like the 18th century villa Belby Anillo, which um, not only featured in James Bond's Casino Royale, but it hosted Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Um, and you mentioned George Clooney. You can see the Clooney Villa uh, from the water as well. Right. Are the locals protective of him? Fiercely protective right. of his privacy. Yeah, it's amazing. He generally will uh, summer over in Como between June and August. And I had a really cool guide who said, look, you know, come June, they will impose like a no drone zone Whoa. and section off the stretch of water around his villa particularly to stop the paparazzi um, from getting too close. But he seems really active in the community, and I was really intrigued by the story about how there was this really famous Como restaurant called Lala Collier, and it served the same menu for 75 years. <laughs> Sadly, it went bankrupt yeah. a year ago as a result of the pandemic. But George is currently negotiating to buy it off the bank, resurrect it, and re-employ the same staff. Oh. So, yeah, the locals just love them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Are there any other must-see villas then? Well, speaking of George, if you are a fan of Ocean's 12, the production team extensively used Villa Urba as one of the movie locations. And the cool thing about that is um, it's no longer a residence, so you can actually have a good look around inside because it's now an art museum. I gazed across Sophia Loren's villa, Jack, Uh, And also the late Gianni Versace's property, Villa Fontenelle. Donatella Versace didn't like it, so she put it on the market. A Russian oligarch bought it, and now it's reportedly on the market for 75 million euros. Um, But but the local said to me, this is the one you've got to check out, the Opus Dei Villa. And they reckon, in Como, a lot of Italians believe this, that that is really where the next Pope is chosen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. And um, if you're just heading down the road a little bit, what about the hilltop village, Brunate? Yes, um, you will be familiar, Jack, with my fetish with vernaculars. And <laughs> in Como, the vernaculare 
uh, has been whisking travellers up to this cloud-piercing village of Brunate since the 19th century. And my God, from the top, feel like some of those views you came across in the Drakenberg Mountains, the views straight down into Lake Como, into that body of blue water, and all the wee clusters of traditional Italian houses yeah. and the pillars and everything. It really is a panoramic thrill. It's a view to die for. Definitely take that sky high right up to Brunate. Oh, that sounds superb. Hey, thank you so much, Mike.